back to DM's Test Kitchen. Um, today we're setting up for our third arc, and we will be playing Star Wars Edge of the Empire. So what we're doing is we're going through the character creation process, which Amanda and Andrew will be assisting us with, which most of us don't know a whole heck of a lot, so we're going to stumble through this a lot, and you're going to hear us nerd out about a lot of Star Wars crap. So right now we're all trying to figure out what races we want to play. Our species, I guess, is what they're called in the system. Jeff, what was it you were talking about playing? Oh, the Nautilans? The Mon- or the Cal- Toydarians? The Mon Calamari. Oh, the Mon Calamaris. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I can't not do the voice of Admiral Akbar for the entire duration of the game if I do that. I am really okay with How many this. sessions are we thinking this is going to last? Because that might get real So old. many. <laughs> but there's a couple. I really like this system. In the little what that we played, I fucking fell in love with this system. It's a great system. <laughs> it as is a fun all, system. As we all know, Dominic is a Twi'lek. But, like, literally anything that even remotely rhymes with the word trap, I'm just going to say it's a, and then that thing. Are you, are you committing That's to this? It's a cat. It's a hat. <laughs> are you committing to this? Is I'm not. I'm not. You're just okay. really excited about the mundane. The, oh, it's a hat. <laughs> is this airing after the... After uh, her intro, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you would have already heard me do an entire session in character as a Wookiee. Yeah, it was pretty great, honestly. <laughs> So I'm considering being a Zabrak, which if you are familiar with Phantom Menace, which is Darth Maul, the guys with the horny heads, that's who I'm looking at right now. Oh, oh that's what they're horny called. Heads. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, I'm just going to read the choosing a species thing from the Age Rebellion Core rulebook. A player must choose a species for his character even before committing to a career. The choice of species and career can go hand in hand and should stress a character's backstory above all else. Each species has idiosyncratic abilities idiosyncratic abilities, and characteristics that influence the next stage of character creation, the picking of careers. Species selection determines the initial ratings of characteristics like brawn and cunning, as well as starting experience points. Players use these allotments of XP from modification of characteristics or the acquisition of new skills and talents appropriate to their characters' backgrounds and careers. Remember, a wide range of characteristic distributions can be created by spending starting XP, so do not feel forced to choose a specific species for its characteristics. In addition, characteristics do not define a character completely. Good role-playing and storytelling do more to create a character than numbers ever do. And because we're starting at level a billion, you're going to get lots of XP to run at your character. They want to be a bounty hunter. Hmm? They want to be a bounty hunter. There'd be one in one of the ships that you guys are near, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm going technician. But sense. what species? Oh, <laughs> no, I've we, yeah, we yeah. know okay, our species perfect. over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just looking ahead a little bit. We're waiting. How is that decision going over here? I'm a boffin. You're going to be a yeah. boffin? I'm a boffin. Don't send up a coffee. Hey, oh, because you can't trust me. I think this is the, the thing in the Star Wars universe, right? They're all spies and shit. There's a thing about sending someone for coffee and everybody dying. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, Drawl looked like a chipmunk mixed with a, with a deer that was shocked. <laughs> Okay, I guess that's so, uh, so once you're done picking a species... I think Jeff's still deciding. Jeff's just trying to get some sort of internet working so that I can see what the species are like. I was just going to tell everybody huh. else. Oh. Starting to move forward. Uh, once you're done picking a species, you can pick a career and a specialization. Either I go with <laughs> the Mon Calamari <laughs> and really play up the Admiral Akbar style voice. Or I go as a Quarren, which I have... Almost zero knowledge of, but they look cool. What do they look like? They kind of got like a Cthulhu thing going on. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Lots of tentacles. I'm kind of in favor of the Mon Calamari. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the corn. I don't have to corn look like again. It's a good face. Ah, okay. It's an octopus on a body. Uh, yes, yeah, so obligation and background are both. 
Just um, hand-holding way of... Yeah, it's a hand-holding way of helping you through developing your character. I don't think the core rulebook has signature abilities. I think they're expansions. I don't know what signature abilities are. Perfect, then I will ignore them. What is a signature (laughs) ability? So, the class expansion books, which we've got three of them here, have signature abilities added in. Um, So, basically, they are described as... Turn to page 38. In addition to the specializations that a character can choose from within a given career, uh, they also have access to that career's signature abilities. And so there are is a short but somewhat expensive signature mm. ability tree. tree. So you have basically an ability that you can activate, uh, and then it has, by the looks of it, eight um, passive abilities that kind of stack on. Right. And yeah. you'll notice that that, like, you don't buy into that tree directly. That's going to link onto the bottom of the career tree. And so it's going to be really expensive to get to those anyway. Those are meant for people who are playing for oh, a right. really long time. I see that. Okay, perfect. That's so, so you would, have, you would have spent there. a couple hundred XP to get to that entry point. Okay, good to know. So if you guys just needed, like, some core fixture of your character to sort of build it around, you could pick an obligation. Uh, they are addiction, betrayal, blackmail, bounty, criminal, debt, duty-bound, family, favor, oath, obsession, or responsibility. But my group always found the rules around obligation to be kind of complicated. Are there actually rules, or I just thought it was just a way no, of playing? No, there are, there are rules. So you begin play with a moderate obligation, and obligation values can fluctuate over the course of the game as players have the chance to buy down their existing obligations or take on new obligations. It was just like an extra complicated way to to have a bond to something. Hmm. In addition to the narrative implications, obligation has a mechanical impact as well. Every session, the GM determines whether the group's total obligation affects the game. It was just a whole extra bit of mechanics that our group decided we didn't want to play with, and so I've just never played with it. Hmm. Obligation is a threshold. Obligation is a resource. We've always just skipped it. Uh, exceeding 100 obligation. Once the party's obligation exceeds 100, the pressure of their obligations is so severe that they can focus on little else until that obligation is back under control. Until the party brings its total obligation back under 100, none of the player characters can spend experience points to improve abilities, train skills, or acquire talents. The PCs simply have too much on their minds and are fraught with too much mistrust, anxiety, and strain to focus long enough to improve themselves. That sounds too much like my life. I would never play an RPG, but <laughs> that was the, the thing. <laughs> yeah, so when you pick a career, you're picking like the general career path, and then you pick a specialization, and that will open up the talent tree for that specialization hmm. so you can be a bounty hunter and within that you can be an assassin cool. a gadgeteer a survivalist and then there are other career paths that you can choose andrew's just handed us d6s actually you do okay so everybody go ahead and please this is going to be something i'm adding just because roll your d6 that i just handed you and any matching numbers so if you roll a two and somebody to your left rolls a two that character and your character know each other Ooh. six Four. Three. Three. So Dom knows whoever Tyler's character is. Cool. And Tyler's character knows Dom. And was their relationship ruined over some ice cream sandwiches? <laughs> oh, God. I hope not. It's happening again. Um, hope not. Write that down, please. What our numbers were? Or that they are that their relationship? That, they're no, okay. that they know each other. Well, I guess only those two need to. Left or right hand, based on if it's gold, you guys are friendly relation. If it's silver, hmm. you guys are hostile relation. So we choose a hand? Yes. And if it's gold or silver, it depends on what hostile I have family. gold yes. and silver dice for anybody okay. who's left, really caring left or right. about this. Left? Yeah, left. Left. Friendly We're good. Relation. Yay! No ice cream sandwich death. <laughs> Not yet. 
Everything went south when I Space creams. Death. Space cream sandwich. What would you do for a space Klondike bar? A Klondike bar? Watch your feet and remember there's a D10 on the ground somewhere. It's a D10 now? Yeah. It, it it's upgraded. evolving. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm behind a little bit. What are we doing? Picking a co- uh, career. Okay, let's go back to the part where we picked races. What are we doing? <laughs> so you picked your race? You picked your race. Uh-huh. Congratulations. You That's could, it? You could pick an obligation if you want. That is optional. Do not want. Okay, then pick a career. That's where we're at. I don't fill in any of the things based on... Oh, well, no. Take but, note of your... Yeah, copy yeah. that over, sorry. And take note of your starting XP, but don't spend it yet. We have two, uh, two <laughs> amphibious species. Who's the other? Oh, you, you're the players who choose to create core NPCs should consider whether their characters are bitter about these old conflicts and still feel animosity towards the Mon Calamari, wish to reconcile with their ancestral neighbors, or do not care about the politics of their homeworld. All right, well, I'm going to have to make that choice. All right, bringing up the rear here. After race. Yes. After race. Pick your career. 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 Where do I find that? Um, go to, do you, what kind of character do you want to play? I don't know. Um, you could be a bounty hunter. You could be a hacker. You could be a... Here, I have a list. Bounty hunter, the colonist, the explorer, the hired gun, the smuggler, the technician, the ace, the commander, the diplomat, the engineer, the soldier, the spy, and then there's the Force and Destiny ones. I'm sure we're ignoring. Um, Are they all Force-related? I don't know. You can read them. What's in Dangerous Covenants has some good ones. I think this is where your Wookiee stuff on. You got hired guns. Well, yeah, so you were a hired gun. Wookie. What's the world that we're jumping into a little bit? Like, what what's going to make sense for my guy to uh, to already be? Okay, so you know how the um, you know the previous character you played, the Wookiee, where everything was awful mm-hmm. and the Empire was the only guiding force. It's that exact same world, right? And Dom's on a passenger ship that is going to potentially be raided. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you could be a civilian. You could be someone just on that ship. You could be part yeah. of the raiding party. So in the in the situation, the Black Suns had captured Dom, Tess, and I assume your Wookiee's dead because he was full of fur and an inferno. Um, Always very funny inferno. But they captured them, and now they're moving them and the artifact or something. That's the situation. So you're literally still in that world. You're just a couple weeks. Later. The other option I was looking at was the um, engineer slash saboteur. Mm-hmm. You fix it, he breaks it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> saboteur was a lot of fun. Nobody buys it. <laughs> and I got really frustrated. <laughs> We broke the game. It was great. <laughs> we it. You guys played Star Wars before too. That was our test. That was test, our test session. Ah. Yeah. We did the starter, the starter kit of Angel Rebellion. We co- we converted a. A cleaning bot. But you, you weren't were. part of the year yet. You weren't part of the year yet. You were the you, you became the Evo driver and then died and then mm-hmm. joined yeah. the cast. Resurrected into part of the cast. Mm-hmm. Be fair, he killed himself off. I think it's gonna be a hard gun. A hard gun? A hired gun. Okay. Hard gun. That's for the after dark. Is that the uh, other video? That's our other channel, okay. yeah. That's where the AM, the ASMR is going and that's where TMTK uh, after dark. Yeah. What are you? I am going to be a Technician, modder. Okay, Kayla? I'll be a bounty hunter, martial artist. I'll be a hired gun, bodyguard. All right. Just a second. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that has the, like, character already planned out. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. All right. I think it's assassin. I'm a bounty hunter assassin, yeah. All right, so a couple of bounty hunters, a mechanic, and... Bodyguard. A bodyguard. Yeah, all right, I'll be a traitor. I'm totally not like you guys. You're just the rando on the ship that got caught in the trouble. Yeah, I have nothing to do with you guys. Um, okay, so 
All right. So now that we finally waited for everyone to pick. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nathan. Um, <laughs> um, do we wanna? So are we calling these? What are they? Occupation. Anyways, go to your uh, career page, and at the very first part of the page, it should give you some information about what you get as part of your career in the book. <laughs> oh, so I get my two my skills. Okay. Oh, does that so what to start with? Um, is resilience like uh, like a constitution save or something like that? Like endurance? Um, no, it's just a skill. Yeah, but like, what is it you use it for? Um, like resist like atmospheric effects, poison, or like not it's unconscious. Brawn based. So like, I think if you. Question. Yeah. Um, it says career skills, and it lists a bunch of them. We just get all of those, or we get well, some no, of those? Well, no, it should or... say, like, um, for mine, there's eight, and I get to pick four of them to go up by one rank, and then uh, the other ones are at a discount. Yeah. Where does it say... It says like, that, like, the, the first, first, like, first right after it says what skills there are. It'd be, like, power gun. Okay. It's, like, a little tiny paragraph. Like, it says gotcha. those skills. Uh, resilience is the perseverance to overcome the most challenging obstacles. Uh, such as sleep deprivation, hideous climates, and malnutrition. Uh, you might also ingest toxins, either inadvertently or when scavenging for food, or due to the malicious actions of a competitor. So, like, 100% like endurance from, like, fifth ed and forehead? Uh, I think more constitution, maybe? Oh, yeah, constitution, endurance. What's that, vigilance? Perception. How easy you are to be surprised. Or opt- how perceptive you are? Yeah. Willpower... In uncertain times, individuals who are constantly prepared to face a variety of challenges are far more likely to succeed than those who simply react to the ever-changing circumstances. Uh, in combat situations, outside of those times when a character has patiently prepared to begin the engagement, vigilance is used to calculate initiative. Vigilance represents how fastidious a character is about preparing for unexpected crises. Anytime there is a question regarding whether a small piece of gear might be available, the vi- a vigilance check can be made to confirm its presence. I'm not sure I understand the difference between brawl and melee. Like brawl is like using your hands and melee is using a weapon. I think so. Yeah. Any of you guys have any kind of piloting skills, Nathan? I have. Uh, did you take it? Uh, I haven't yet. So I'm thinking I might. I have planetary. Yeah, you could just be the flyer. I have. For the ship. I have piloting things. <clears throat> you have planet, piloting planetary. planetary. Yeah, I think. Is this a. Uh, like you a, guys are in a planetary transport. Interplanetary? Like going no. between planets or just, no, on, just a, on a planet? No, moving on planet. Something else. But. I feel like if we're all a bunch of prisoners, there's going to be some sort of escape situation, and we may need... Probably. But, but that's, yeah, that's never... Actually, I haven't decided if you're on a planet or outside of it, so odds are even. <laughs> odds are even. Um, that's the number that I want. Okay. So so just, I was actually going to say threes instead of odds or evens, which, <laughs> and then I realized that narrows down the... It's up to you. Program. Are they interplanetary, Mr. Violet Man, or are they... Planetary. Well, we're all very different races, and it is Star Wars, not it is Planet Star Wars. Wars. Um, a lot um, of things do happen on planets in Star I'll Wars. Tell you what, Planet Wars was a great fucking animated series. Shadow rated. Shadow Wars. Ow. I'll tell you what. Got her. We're on a planet to start, but we're going to another planet. Okay. The countdown has begun to launch. Yeah. Oh, you guys are already airborne. Because we're going to Star Wars. We're going to Star Wars. Monsters. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I know I just wrote down, like, I know Dom, but I wrote it with an N, so I just know Dom. <laughs> I know Dom. Now, I know what I think this skill represents, but I feel like I'm probably wrong. What is cool? It's <laughs> <laughs> just like the low-key uh, death, like, how do you do cool, guys? to remain calm in tough situations? Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Damn. I just thought it was like how much swagger you yeah, have you when want, you roll you into swag. how little you care or Although it is care about swag. stuff. 
How often does xenology come into play? Um, there's a lot of weird shit. And, yeah, yeah nothing here is human. <laughs> oh, so since I chose bodyguard, I get access to the bodyguard skills? That makes sense because you are, it's in fact, tree. a bodyguard. Yeah, it's going to be your talent tree. But I'm really glad we got that on tape. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, What's your confusion? No, because like, there's actually like a set of skills. Like yeah, gunnery perception. Yes, yeah, so those well. are your specialization skills. So, is it a particular set of skills? Perceive. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm basically like a legitimate smuggler. I'm essentially a smuggler, except everything I do is in theory above board. Yeah, because I'm a traitor. Technically, in this situation, the character you're making, I would imagine you are the pilot of the ship. Right. And when you guys zapped in, you guys just fucking oh shit! Now I'm piloting. <laughs> but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be piloting a prison ship if I was a. Uh, well, it's, it's not... See, it, because they're mercenaries, it wouldn't be a prison ship. Mm. They're, it would just be a ship Am that I just trading moving people? stuff. Yeah, technically you could go for that. Maybe you just didn't ask questions. Yeah. You are paid money? Paid good ship. money. Black Suns pay really well, generally. Mm. And I just don't ask. But do you tell? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> money now? No, it's a D10. Okay. <laughs> it's spooky to me that it's just gone. The D10? Yeah. I found it for you. You scooped Did it up you? and you fucking put it in your thing. Are you lying to me? I shit you not. It was under my chair. Oh my god. Was that before or after I was on the floor? Oh, 100% after both of you were crawling around. Okay. <laughs> I kind of wish it was before so yeah. you just let it happen. No. You guys got up, you sat down, you're like, and I moved my chair. It was oh. directly under it. I picked it up, put it down, and he was like, <laughs> Not fucking didn't even register. Zero on perception. Now I started it's, with. She's not dead. I started with a, sure. a rank in negotiation because mm-hmm. I'm a quorum, mm-hmm. but I also get the potential to add an additional career rank in negotiation because I'm a traitor. Yep. Can I do that? Yep. You just can't go above two in any skill during character creation. Perfect. Uh, do I go with something? Walk me through again what having a point in these skills does for us as a character. So your ranks and skills is going to build your dice pool. Right. And so um, the number of... How does the dice pool work? Let me check mine. I get more good dice if I have more rank. But I guess yeah, kind of like blades in that way. But... Yeah, so, okay, so the way the dice pool is built is that the characteristic that you have that the skill is based on so for instance computers is intelligence mm-hmm. that base set tells you how many dice you have and then the ranks that you have tell you how many of those get upgraded to yellows okay so there isn't a point in having more ranks than you have of the skill so or of a stat there is if you have more ranks in a skill than you have um, numbers in a characteristic, then you add uh, green dice for every one that you're over. But you would need another one to upgrade that to a yellow. Okay, yellow is the best dice. Yeah, green is the good dice. Yeah. Okay. I really love the Star Wars dice system. It's a really interesting version, at I least do, the like quick it. and dirty version that we played. Okay, I have picked my. Four career skills and two trader bonus career skills. And you've marked all of your career skills off as specialization? So uh, is our next step to then buy our talents? Okay, so you're now going to start investing your experience points. And I would use your 
starting XP to improve your characteristics. Um, I will I will read this out. Uh, characters begin with a budget of experience points based experience points based on their species. The experience points used during character creation are the same as experience points received during play. If a player chooses to spend fewer experience points during during character creation than his budget, those points carry over into the game, and the player character starts with more experience points to spend once his adventures begin. Players may spend experience points in the following primary ways to improve their characters. There are also uh, these are also detailed on table two to four, spending starting experience points. So you can improve your characteristics, you can do skill training, you can acquire talents, you can acquire new specializations. As an experienced Star Wars player, I highly recommend putting all of your starting XP into improving your characteristics, because this is the only time you can do it before getting to the very end of a talent tree. Okay, so the characteristics that we're building on here are... Agility, brawn, cunning, intellect, presence, and willpower. Agility is a character's manual dexterity, hand-eye coordination, and body control. Brawn is a character's uh, brute power, strength, and overall toughness, as well as the ability to apply those attributes as needed. Uh, Brawn is used for a number of physical skills, such as athletics and brawl. Brawn is also used to determine a character's starting wound threshold. Cunning reflects how crafty, devious, clever, and creative a character can be. Characters with a high cunning are savvy, quickly pick up on social and environmental clues, and can more readily come up with short-term plans and tactics. Cunning is used for deception, perception, and survival. Intellect is a measure of a character's intelligence, education, mental acuity, and ability to reason and rationalize. Um, It's used for astrogation, computers, and all the knowledge skills, such as Lauren's Zenology. Presence is a character's uh, measure of moxie, charisma, confidence, and force of personality. Characters of a high presence may make natural leaders, draw attention when they enter a room, can easily strike up a conversation with nearly anyone, and are quick to adapt to social situations. Presence is the key characteristic for interpersonal skills such as charm and leadership. And then willpower is the characteristic that reflects a character's discipline, self-control, mental fortitude, and faith. Characters with a high willpower can withstand stress and fatigue, remain composed during chaotic situations, and exert influence over the weaker willed. Willpower is used for a number of skills such as coercion and vigilance, and is used to determine a character's starting strain threshold. Now, before we go to skill training, we're going to go to the next step. So. Mm-hmm. Andrew. Hi. Um, how did you want to roll my character's skills back? Well, I just, I remember when we were doing the original one, you were rolling, like, almost ten dice when you finally got your rifle, and I was like, holy fuck, I, I can't lose in this, so, what, uh, I don't know. We don't need to, again, because, like, I will happily throw a Sith at you guys. I don't care. I think that'd be fucking wicked. Yeah. But, um, I don't want anyone else, unless they are up to that kind of level to get just wrecked. Like, I don't want them to be like, oh, suddenly, there's that that uh, Death Trooper. That Death Trooper fucking destroyed you guys for a little while. Um, but one of those could probably take out half the party if they're not, like, if you didn't have those ten die that you were rolling. Yeah. Side note, that Death Trooper fight was so fun. I don't think we'll need to roll back, but narratively... 
This is like a week after you were just in an inferno. Yeah. So whatever you want to do, even if you want to just like lower your wounds to 11 instead of 12, or make your agility less or something, very, something minor, well, we but could, not something We could something start brutal. me off with wounds rather than lowering my throat. Yeah, that's way right? better. That's a yeah. way better idea. And I'm already at six and I haven't, I haven't changed what I was at. So I was at 50% in both wounds and strain. When yeah. Left. Okay. Yeah. So I'm your character's basically just injured. Yeah. And recovering. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good nerf. I think that. Yeah, that's solid. Okay. I like it. Okay. So we don't need to nerf anymore. Please don't kill me. All right. So okay. then, what? So then, so what then, is your XP? In that case, you guys have four hundred and twenty XP to spend Four's on top of whatever it. rolled over from character creation. Okay, and do we spend those all on the talent tree? Are there other things to spend it on as well? So, you're so going we have how much? 420. Jesus. Plus, whatever. Blaze it. Um, you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can spend those on skill training, acquiring talents, and acquiring new specializations. Skill training is ranking up your dice pools. Uh Acquiring talents is buying talents down your career talent tree. And those, um, you get your first talent tree for free. And then you're going to pay the amount it says to get that talent. And you have to follow that tree. So you need to start at the top and there has to be a route down. You can't just buy something right at the bottom. If you wanted to um, increase a characteristic at this point, there's usually something, and it's usually called dedication, I think, at the bottom of the trees, and that allows you to put something back into characteristics. So if you want to improve a characteristic past what it is at now, you want to aim for that dedication spot. And acquiring new specializations, if you wanted to cross-train, you could buy another talent tree for 20 XP. Uh, and if you want to buy a third career specialization, it's 30 XP to buy into a third tree. But then you can treat those trees the same way, where you just buy into whatever's there. Um, skill training. The cost is... So I just did some quick math. The entire tree mm-hmm. is only 300 XP. Yeah. Okay. Quick maths. So just if somebody looked at it and said, I want all of them... You I think it's know. I think it's 300 for everyone because it's four at each level, five, 10, 15, 20, and 25 costs. But you also be looking at your skills. These are not included on your uh, talents. Right, absolutely. No, I'm just right. saying that, that, but that that's a quick way of just being like, rather than going through the math of all of them, it's like 300 gets me the whole talent yeah. tree if I want to go there. If you want to go there. All right, and so uh, what's the skills? Okay, so it works. How it works for skill training is the cost for training skills falls into one of two categories: career skills and non-career skills. The character should have check marks next to a number of skills based on his starting career and profession. Training a career skill to the next highest rank costs five times the rank it is being raised to. For example, training a career skill from rank zero to rank one requires five XP. Improving a rank one career skill to rank two requires 10 experience points. Each rank must be purchased separately, uh, as you did with the characteristics. This means that acquiring a rank of two career skill during creation costs 15 experience points. Um, five for raising it from rank 
zero to rank one, then ten more from raising it from rank one to rank two. So it's the same math as the characteristics, but times five instead of times ten. Yes. A character can also purchase ranks of non-career skills. Each rank of a non-career skill costs five additional experience points. So ten times. No. No. Five times plus plus five. five. So if you're going from four to five, it's 25 plus five, so it's 30. Also ten. Yeah. And this is where my group also made that that logic leap incorrectly, and it's much more expensive to play that way. Um, so now that we're purchasing skills, are we still capped at two? No. 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 Okay. You can speed. Are we capped at five? Because there's only five spots on the character sheet. Yes. Okay. So five is the maximum. Yeah. Representing a mastery of that skill, that you can correct. go no further. Now, as an experienced player. Would you say Sorry. going through a whole talent tree is worth it, or is it more of a pick-and-choose kind of thing? Um, I picked and chose, so uh, to show you what I put my stuff into, I spent 220 XP in talent tree and 200 XP into my skills. Now, I've got something in here that says spend sword with around a circle to gain additional explosion emoji. Equal to ranks and smooth talker. Checks with the skill spend triumphs to gain additional success equal to ranks and smooth talker. The dice in this game are very specific. Mm -hmm. uh, And strain and wound Mm -hmm. are the equivalent of... They're not really an equivalent. Wound is kind of like HP. Yep. So the wound is your physical injuries. Strain is mental Mental and emotional. Okay. Now, uh, Amanda, I'm not yes. sure if... Do they mention ammo capacity on the weapons? What are we doing here? Remember, Amateur we were, listening, we were listening to that song and now. So this happened. Um, um, can we hold that question for a second? Because okay. we haven't established wound threshold or strain threshold yet. So let's do that as uh, wrapping up character creation. Uh, character's wound threshold is basically how many wounds, physical damage a character can withstand before he is knocked out. A character's starting wound threshold is determined by adding his species wound threshold to his brawn rating after spending starting XP. After determining this initial value, further increases to a character's brawn rating do not increase his wound threshold. Wound threshold improvements are acquired by purchasing talents such as Toughen. And Strain was based on... Strain threshold, a character's strain threshold, determines how much strain, psychological, and mental damage a character can withstand before he is stunned, dazed, or incapacitated. A character's starting strain threshold is determined by adding a species strain threshold to his willpower rating after spending starting XP. After determining this initial value, further increases to a character's willpower rating do not increase the strain threshold. Strain threshold improvements are acquired by purchasing appropriate talents such as Grit. Soak value determines how much incoming damage a character can shrug off before being seriously wounded. A character's soak value is subtracted from any incoming damage. Any remaining damage after subtracting soak becomes wounds and is applied towards the character's wound threshold. A character's default soak value is equal to his brawn rating. After determining this initial value increases to a character's brawn rating increases his soak value. Additional soak value is most often gained by wearing armor. Some talents may also increase a character's innate soak value, such as enduring. Later, increases to brawn rating also increase soak. Okay, so what's the equation for soak? Brawn. Just, it's just straight up brawn? Yeah. Okay. Unless you get armor. 
uh, and defense. Um, it doesn't come off very often, but I think uh, Dom does have one rank in defense. Defense determines how difficult a character is to hit in combat situations. Defense is divided into ranged defense and melee defense. A character's default value in each defense rating is zero. Defense is most commonly gained by wearing armor or by adopting a defensive position in combat, such as gaining cover. Some talents may also increase one of the character's defense ratings. And I have to look into what defense does. I believe defense adds a setback to rolls made to hit that character. It's like super AC. Yeah. This Master Merchant, there are two paths to it. Yeah. Does that mean I need both paths, or I can no. pick either path? you can pick either path. Now, when I'm just attacking, mm-hmm. that's just agility, if I'm, it's ranged, for example? But you have specializations afterwards. Yes, but it's a, it's based on agility if it's ranged, right? Yes. So putting an extra point into agility would give me more That's going chances. to give you an extra dice, yes. I think that's a good way to go, then. I like that the pilot is not very high into intellect. No, he's more of a... Hands-on type? Yeah, he's, he's a feel... On the fly kind of thing. Feel where the asteroids will be rather than know where. Yeah, I mean, like you know, he's he's <laughs> he's smart enough with those things, with but it's it's more it's more street smarts <laughs> than book smarts. Uh, there are two weapons here that do require the gunnery missile tube and heavy repeating blaster. Mm. Anybody want to get real ridiculous? Missile This guy. This guy. This guy with all of the mods does. <laughs> Though the heavy repeating blaster does have a rarity of eight, so I don't know that you're actually going to get your hands That's on fair. one of those. <clears throat> Let's find out. Let's see with a d20. <laughs> if it lands on eight, you can have it. Welcome to episode 32, our Star Wars setup episode. First off, we want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Lippers Arcana. For all your dice needs, including monthly subscriptions and more, you should go check them out. Secondly, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. If you want to interact with us, check out our socials. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DM's Test Kitchen, Facebook at Dungeon Master's Test Kitchen, and at our website, dmstestkitchen.com. If this shows your jam, share us with your friends and your family. And if you have a chance, we'd love for you to rate us on iTunes. It helps us get seen over there. As always, we're back to our regular schedule of every second week on Thursdays, so the next episode's going to be out on October 3rd. We'll let you get back to the main course. It is not. <laughs> what would you have done if it had actually landed on an eight? I would have given him the thing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> OP is what it is. <laughs> then I would take it away. Do you remember how long it took you to get a rifle? <laughs> <laughs> so Amanda. Mm-hmm. Going into the narrative, because that's what I'm focused on more than stats. So I'm going to confuse everyone listening. Um, now, you know a friendly bodyguard. Did Dom used to work for the Black Suns regularly? Yes. Yes. So, potentially, that bodyguard could be somebody of high importance in Black Suns that usually gave you contract. That would be another reason. There would be two explanations between... A friendly assassin and bodyguard. I don't know why a bodyguard is giving me the contracts to kill people. No, well, the bodyguard would be protecting the person that is giving the contracts to the assassin. 
Either. Or else said assassin could be like, nope, you're on my list to said contract giver. I figured that the reason why I'm there is I, I owe her a favor. Pay back some debts. So, as a trader, I have a lot of things that deal with rarity, so we'll get into that. Ooh. But yeah, I have... I can reduce once per session when attempting to purchase a legally available item, reduce its rarity by three, in my Ooh. case, because I have three of those, per rank of no somebody. So one per rank, I have three of those ranks. That's fucking fancy. That's kind of the core one. It's the, 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 the anchor to each of the levels that allows you kind of into the, uh, the rest of the skills on each level of mm-hmm. the trader talent tree. So I had to take it a lot. So give me options to buy things. That's DM. what I'm writing down right now. Great. Mm-hmm. Sounded like you were going into Jurassic Park. Yeah, so it's uh, Jurassic. 100%. Sorry. That just reminded me of the uh, kazoo version. Have you seen the Game of Thrones one? With I have lyrics? a legitimate question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not there. None yet. of those. <laughs> um, so, Zabrax, um, they have a weapon called Zabokas that are like family heirlooms and shit. Like, okay. fucking, we're talking like Game of Thrones. We're talking like the Dragonsteel Blades and shit like that. Um, I wanted the character to have one. Apparently, there was no actual stats in the books, even though the book says that. These guys usually have one. Um, the one that I did find someone made online cost sixteen hundred credits, and I only have five hundred. He knows a guy. He knows a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know how we want to rule this. Well, in this little thing, you said he escaped with his family weapon. That was part of my you, whole story. <laughs> you specifically saw this coming, and were like, nope. Fuck this. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, because originally I was like a two, t- it's like a quarter staff of blades and both sides. I'm like, that's fucking cool. I want that. And I didn't realize that this was going to be a thing. <laughs> and I just like did my whole talent. Um, okay. So I'm going to do the same kind of thing with you as I did with them. Were you a friend or uh, enemy of Black Suns? Gold means friend and silver means enemy. If you have gold, that means... You will have your... They what wouldn't the have taken your weapon away. Yeah. Zaboka. Zaboka. Yeah. If you were an enemy, that means you were probably a prisoner or something, and that means it might be in the ship or it might be off-world. Does that <laughs> seem fair to you? 50-50 chance. All right. Um, left. That's a gold. You were a friend. That means you will have your weapon. Okay. But now I have an alliance with the Black Sun. Yeah. Now you're... Now... Your character in your head, if you guys uh, argue with them like you did in Fiasco, uh, which I really enjoyed, uh, yeah, you'll you'll be like, no, we gotta fucking help Black Suns. It's a dumb. <laughs> Literally, that one like second of humming has derailed everything. <laughs> so in that regard, is that gonna use up on my credits then? Well, you escaped with it. Okay. So you still have your credits. Um, what a good skills. Yeah. Okay. I have 55 what more points good to spend. Skills. And I'm just looking at if there's sort of general skills 
I've kind of specialized on a bit of a character build that I've developed in my head. Um, so perception is going to be... Oh, yeah, yeah, good call. And vigilance. So you're, you're good on cool, so if we start a fight, you're okay. Um, vigilance is like... Maybe it's the other way around. Perception's just always good for everything. Perception's and I, good I for everything. Um, let, me, let me see what I can do in that. Um, are we going to be keeping track of encumbrance? Um, to a reasonable degree. Okay. Like I said, with the ammo thing, I'm going to probably give ranged weapons ammo. Okay. Um, if you find a ranged weapon, you'll only have probably ten shots. You might want, like, a backpack or something, um, because you can really only carry as many things as you can hold in your hands. Yeah. Okay, so Amanda, sorry, you said you had what as a weapon? I have a, I had a rarity five weapon. I think rarity six would probably be sort of reasonable, and past that you need... But it sounds like whether or not you actually have your weapon is up to GM discretion. Well, it depends on if you were a friend or enemy of the Black Suns. This is their ship. So, Trips, uh, Technician, were you a friend or enemy of Black Suns, left or right? Let's go right. You were an enemy. You do not have a, we- have a weapon. Okay. You were a prisoner. Somebody else is on my level. So, my weapons have been confiscated. Though. Yes. Okay. Tyler, were you a friend or enemy of Black Suns, right or left? Well... Considering I'm friends with Dom, I don't think I would be friends with Black Sun. She used to work well, for Black Sun. Well, I used to work Suns. for Black Sun. So True. what's your current relationship with Black Sun? Is what's established here. Okay. Uh, I'll choose the watch hand. Enemy. Enemy. Okay. So you were also a prisoner. I think if I'm going to be a pilot... Yeah. They could be transferring you via... If I'm piloting this thing... Yeah, you You're a certified pilot. pilot. You may or not am have I been the a pilot, pilot yeah. on this thing. Yeah. Uh, does this determine whether I'm friend or enemy, or whether I'm a pilot or a passenger? Friend or enemy. Unless you prefer the other way. Um, well, I think it could sort of be both. Yeah. If you're friend, if I'm a friend, be let's pilot. say I'm a pilot. If I'm an enemy, let's say I'm a passenger yeah. slash prisoner. This one. Enemy. Passenger. There is a silver. <laughs> there is there is a gold. Honestly, it's in here. <laughs> But most of you are enemies except for Kayla, I think. Yep. <laughs> huh. Only one brick here. Also, was your Wookiee, did your Wookiee die? I think that was established, and I think he did. Okay. What? I was going to do another thing. Um, we might have to listen to the end kill me off? Uh, you know what, I, just, I said it when he was on fire, for sure. Because he's covered in hair. So I'm I'm a burnt, singed... Yeah, if you're alive. I like the idea that I am covered in third-degree burns <laughs> and unable to produce hair. <laughs> and so nice. I am a, a, bald a, a bald Wookiee, but also a burnt, bald Wookiee. Yeah. Like, really, really... Just a scrum. The worst-looking worst thing. Yeah, but like <laughs> an eight-foot-tall scrum. Yeah, with third-degree burns. I don't know. Scrums and burns... Oh, what is this? Is he alive or dead? Gold is alive... Actually, no. I choose gold. <laughs> gold is alive, silver is dead. Which hand? Yay, gold. So he's alive. Okay. I mean, that it could be a face worth than, fate worse than death. 
Yeah, that's why I was deciding if yeah. Silver was actually going to be. <laughs> I'm currently trying to find pictures of a hairless Wookiee. Oh dear! Mm, don't. That's oh. only going to exist in some weird fan. Really bad porn. Foreign form, and yeah, it's. I mean, there's a high level rule thirty four around that. Okay. <laughs> it's a scrotum with a face. <laughs> so everyone except for Kayla was enemy to Black Suns, right? Yep. So how are we going to do this? Are we going to like source new new weapons then? Like in that's game? what they had to do. Okay, they had to, uh, they had to find it out. Okay, cool. Uh, and if we're being transported, are we? Will we have been stripped of whatever small useless armor we were using? Probably. Okay. So, John, speaking of some of the equipment stuff, that makes it like super easy. Sure does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I lied, yeah, but I basically you needed done. to have equipment. <laughs> on the flip side. When was it taken? Is it something that took it away and carried on the ship? Do we have our possessions to retreat? Gold or silk? <laughs> okay. I shall choose... Watch hand. Yes, your gear is on the ship. Okay, then I have to do gear. So the first time we, our brains or souls or memories or whatever were completely swapped out, the second time... You competed. You yeah. competed. This time... Is it going to be... That's what I was... Yes, we kind of were talking about before. I was like, I was thinking maybe, like, if things get dangerous and, like, we could do hints from the mine and stuff. I think it's competed. I think that would make more... I found it really confusing to track character motivation. And mm. Dom swapped completely when we went into yeah, the very so first one. Be. So she's not competing. She swapped out completely. Yeah. yeah. I just, the competing part just made it, like... It kind of was annoying. Like it, we oh, had if you guys to, didn't like it, then you're not. Yeah. We had to do it for a fiasco because it was kind of all about these these characters, these characters, characters yeah. kind of things. But I think the uh, also I like the kind of going in blind, like the quantum leap style, where you're just sort of like I don't know anything about the mm-hmm. situation okay. for this world. Sure, it's just easier to attract one character motivation rather than sure. Then we're not competing. Everybody so, is fully so. in charge. Cool. All right. The uh, stuff that I've asked previously are just how people respond to you. Mm-hmm. I have a timeline question. So, it's one or two weeks past the zapping. Yeah. Is that accounting for the amount of time that we've spent in the other worlds? Yeah, however long, not, that was okay. been, the, however long that yeah. has been. Okay. Because I think Fiasco was a week. Oh, I would just assume for like the other world stuff, we just do whatever the hell timey-wimey. Yeah, yeah, there's no saying that. Yeah, yeah the, the time doesn't have to pass. Yeah, yeah. Anything, but... like we could spend like three years in the other world and it's been like five seconds in our world. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever, that. whatever makes sense for dialogue and story. Yeah, as oh. long as as long as we've made a decision about how time is working. Yeah. I, I like this way because it's way more freedom, especially for mm-hmm. What's a good wound threshold? Um, I'm currently at sixteen. I'm at eighteen. I'm at like twelve. Yeah, how did you get eight? Okay, I got fourteen. Because I put a lot of stuff into that. Oh, did you go into a second tree? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm also I'm I'm leaning more the like ranged, not up close, fly us away or shoot our way out. And I've got if three uh, tier fours. Um, can you have a sort of background of Black Sun? My lore is really old. Uh, Black Sun is a mercenary company that went into crime lord kind of status, I believe. Um, I'm going to have them set up as more crime lord, more crime family than mercenaries. 
uh, because they're after profit, and profit wins over everything else. So uh, they will move into, like, they'll use pretty much anything available to them to get what they want, uh, and they're not ashamed of, like, a quick backstab. They're usually pretty good about their contracts, Mm -hmm. but they tend to, if you fuck with their contract, then they will just have no mercy on you. Well, a little bit of mercy, but not very much. Like, the last time somebody had uh, had said no to their contract after they did it, yeah. um, they lit them on fire. Okay, <laughs> the traitor played in a public campaign will likely serve as the group's public face. Great. Though not necessarily as the leader. He will be one of the best first choices for interacting with public officials, money men, and anyone whom the group seeks to do business. So you're the face. I'm the face, man. For business. Business. I like that everybody except for one is an enemy of them. I think that'll be a really fun little... <laughs> Dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, so then why am I on the ship? Could also be... Could be going somewhere. Project or whatever. Could also be not so much that I'm like a prisoner enemy, but I owe them. Yeah, they might have you. Right, they like I'm, I'm doing somebody. something because I... Yeah. You know, when it, like the, the sort of underworld when you like cross them or like do something yeah. bad. The first step isn't kill your family. And you first didn't know. Be a the only reason you're alive is because you didn't know, but now you owe us something. Yeah. In that situation. It might be that. So. Mm. <clears throat> trying to figure out, like, for melee weapons, what does a plus one mean when your blaster is just a straight nine damage? So. Sorry, what are you looking at? For damages? Yeah. Um. So when you have, like, a blaster, it damages just 9, is what it says. Whereas if you go melee, it says plus 1. So is your melee, like, a brawl, your brawl plus 1? Melee's its own thing. Right. Um, That's not what I'm... So the damage is based on size. Small's plus 1, medium's plus 2, large is plus 3. Small would be a bottle, fist-sized rock. Medium, a two-handed rock, a chair, large, a shovel, a large tree branch, table, or crate. I played this wrong for a very long time. Let me go check my other character sheet because I had it added to there. I think it's Ad Brawl, you idiot. And yeah, Ad Brawl. So um, Brawl and Melee are both brawn-based, so you add your brawn plus however many... Um, successes you have in your dice pool, plus the damage addition. Oh. Ooh. Holy shit. Well, yeah, you have to close, like, three distances to use it. That True. makes sense. Yeah. That, th- that takes three turns, I think. Because yeah. I think in this game, it's like you're either at long range, medium range, or short range. Or and it takes a, And it takes an enga- uh, a maneuver to get to either one. Yeah. There is also two maneuvers like, to get still... from extremely long range to long range, right? Yeah, but it's still like you can use your speed and you can also so something that you can do is um, you can take two strain to get an extra maneuver. So you can move an extra amount of space, you just take two strain to do it. Yeah. Alright, well then I guess that's it then. What? We've made characters. We did it. We're ready oh to God. enter the war with the stars. Excellent. <laughs> 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 Only took four hours. Oh, actually, that's not bad. <laughs>